0: No, bitch! it's says it's running health checks on y'all. What is this? What did y'all <laughs> do?
1: The health checks? Did we what all in have? the Puerto
0: Vallarta is this, bitch? I don't need to be here for any of this fucking foolishness. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! Um, Are you drinking with us, or well, I know Vicky's not drinking. She has to drive after this. I just have iced coffee and a hope and a
0: dream, girl. Gotta be awake for this. <laughs> I got a little bottle of water bitch allegedly look at that fucking okay all right <laughs> honey that's a mystery that they found in a world war ii bunker we don't know what that is
2: <laughs> i'm <sighs> so good to hear your voice it's it, see yeah you. it's so good, it's to like, see you. Oh, it it's good to see you oh it's so good to see you guys it warms the cockles
0: oh that's what it's all about i misplaced my cockles. i don't know where they are <laughs> I'm gonna have to go grab them before we start. Um. Yeah. So, what am I? What am I here for? What are we talking about? What's happening?
2: <laughs> well, we gave no context, sweetheart.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, i was like, "Can you come?" I'm like, "Sure, I'll be there." And I was, and then, I was getting there ready, like sitting on my laptop. I go. Was I supposed to bring like, but you know, because I anytime I'm doing anything, I have this like flash of anxiety of like, what did I forget? And then I'm like, oh my god, maybe I was supposed <laughs> to bring like bullet points or like a, a, a presentation. Am I teaching a class? Wait, what am I doing right now? Okay, it's Ari. <laughs> I don't know that I was supposed to. Bring whole... <laughs> it was a mess.
1: <laughs> no, anything that is involved with, there's there's not really a preparation. Whole...
0: Yeah. You've yeah seen my
1: <laughs> so uh, this is our podcast where
0: we I agree- i'm sorry to <laughs> cut you off there was a lot of preparation h involved with all of your our lady of saliva performances so i don't want to hear that i think you're
2: confusing me with lady uh honey honey lebron's no That's not no that. no
0: there was you had backup dancers you had things that were pulled around and on you and in you 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 did a lot
2: girl you were giving the kids a show I, I got my life thanks to your your contribution. People
0: fully um I think had to like reckon with childhood trauma watching you perform. It was you could see yeah. the girls just having flashbacks like you know. <laughs> oh no, bitch. Is this where she is now? If I send her, it's gonna be over. She run <laughs> that where where's the this- producer? Hello, Mr. Producer. Run another health check.
2: Make sure that you <laughs> so don't, Mr. Producer Man. Mr. Producer Man. Um so yeah, the podcast is a POC podcast where we talk shit. Um Well,
0: I didn't bronze enough for that. Now no, what am I
2: supposed to do? Uh, okay, Raven, Raven relax. The, Raven, the full Raven blackface. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No no need. No need, Raven.
2: <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> no, uh, but yeah, we talk shit and we discuss pop culture and uh, we try and keep it under two hours. when we release it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, but but Vicky holds the the the, the reins, so it's 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 uh. Yeah, really it's hurtful.
1: basically it's basically the view with like stupid topics, and I'm Whoopi Goldberg. Like y'all oh. go off. I I give you a topic. I say my shit. Y'all go off. I rein you in. We go to the next topic.
0: So if you're Whoopi. You
2: I'm Joy. Are you Joy? Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh,
2: am I not Joy? Who am I? Who am I then if I'm not Joy? Vicky. I mean, Who am I? I?
1: mean, I mean, I'm um, not.
2: I'm not the conservative. I, I promise gonna you that. Say,
1: I, I was going to say Megan is not far.
0: No, I mean, I was going to. You know, you you were giving me very sunny Austin. You
2: know, she's 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 a, she's a good time gal. She's here for it with everybody's it? Is this one of the new? Is that one of the this new one ones She's okay, I, I, I haven't one. checked into The View in, I don't know how many years. Well, that's
0: because she's irrelevant.
2: But it, Ooh, um, is,
0: she, is she one of the Latinas? Yeah. She's the one that's okay. there lawyer who like, every time Megan McCain gets on her shit and tries to fucking spot misinformation, Sonny Hostin basically throat checks her and looks like right, so hey, I'll, guys, I'll take it. someone who's practiced law and isn't only on the show because their dad was famous and died. Um, this is actually what that law means. And you're like, Like it was so good. (laughs) Good morning.
2: We have sound effects. effects. Get ready, girl. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Take vitamins.
2: I don't have. um... Don't don't
0: worry about it. Don't worry about it. Now I'm really not worried about it. Now I don't know why I put a face on.
2: (laughs) My bad. Get get the wipes on. Get the wipes off. Right like hello
0: time to go to the diner bitch let's go
1: <laughs>
0: Oh my god
1: <laughs> I literally never took my face off just sat there full faced Let's actually let's actually do the show open Did you are you giving me disinfecting wipes How dare you you will never have eyebrows again
0: And they say colorism isn't real You see this <laughs> <laughs> They were bleach wipes they were bleach wipes you better come through, Sean King. You better tell on yourself. <laughs>
1: Ari, hit the open.
0: Okay.
1: Are you shady? What? Are you shady? What? The, the shade, shade parade.
0: Am are oh. not supposed to talk during this? Sorry. <laughs> <And> th- <laughs> <laughs> you beat though. Your opening beat i was waiting for the fucking living color fly girls to come out Just the <laughs> <goodness. Thanks guys. laughs>
2: the reference.
1: this is the shade parade where we have all of the opinions and none of the facts she's sending her thoughts and prayers to the royal family now it's time to throw that ass in a prayer circle welcome my co-host ari kiki
2: and she is fresh out of another relationship uh, just like J Lo. No, that's not a good pun. That's not a good pun. Where? Whatever. Where's going with this? I've only had a few sips. Mm. Forgive, me. Mm. Her name is <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. Her name is Vicky Villaness.
1: Forgive me. Her name is Vicky Villaness. Thank you. Thank you. It's how I'm often introduced. Apology first, then proper introduction. That's that's really how you do it. <laughs> Uh, we are joined this week by a witch who wears many hats this bitch is a business owner a co-owner of catland books and a podcast host and an all-around bad bitch (laughs) please put your hands together for
0: dakota Hi. <laughs> Hi. Is everything okay over there? Because Ari looked like she was about to
2: get that fucking producer. producer- yeah, she's uh, doing something. She, she this things. phone is ringing on a very low sound, and, got, and it's driving me crazy because I'm aware the sound that the phone is ringing. It's in your drawer.
1: This is oh, not. Oh. There's a phone in the
0: drawer ringing. It's not professionalism. Do you need what are you, a- Batman? Ari, if you're unsafe, blink twice. Call the newspaper. (laughs) He's
2: throwing his ass in a circle
0: again. (laughs) That was not a prayer circle. That was ungodly, from what I saw. (laughs) Mm -mm. That was not of God. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. It is getting real. This is. I, I'm telling you, I, it says right on my thing: health check warning. I need to figure out <laughs> if I need to leave and go to the urgent care. Y'all won't tell me. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> They're
2: gonna get that fucking nasal swab and oh, yeah. religion. I get. I do those like once every two weeks. I hate it. Really? It burns. It, it's the most action I get.
1: So, Dakota, we met you.
0: Oof. <laughs> I mean, it's been a dog's age I don't know
2: <laughs> I, it's gotta be like a good 8 to 10 years
0: somewhere around there, there. I would say yeah
2: Vicky introduced me to you I really wasn't here for the party at first to be quite honest
0: <laughs> no one is It's you know <laughs> on site people don't draw weapons to figure out what you are and if they're okay with you then are you really making an impact I don't know no, sir. I didn't like it. <laughs> 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 so so the, we, okay, uh, on, actually, do you know? Because I feel like you were just going to launch into the story, and I'm realizing I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember the I don't, actual. I don't the, know the
2: first time I met you.
1: Oh, I don't know. It was always under the cover of night. We were always wasted, very wasted. So uh, there's.
2: There I is, think I know my first time, but you go with your first time. Oh, I, I, I
1: don't, don't remember. What do
2: you think of, I remember the first time. I think the first time I met Dakota was we had gone to some rooftop party in Chelsea first with Monique, and me and you. You had talked me into dressing up like a clown because it was like Thorgies.
0: I had to talk you into party.
2: that. Fuck you.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> want to blame her track sister for her default settings? <laughs> you brought that to me. Excuse me, bitch! Coming oh, looking like. A- and this is the thing that's the best about Ari. Let me tell you something you right you now. From back you. in the day, we used to get painted, and Ari would take as long as every other queen to have on no foundation, like two eyeshadows that were severe and <laughs> 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 upset vagina lips. You know, it was like a lot, and, and, and she was
2: fastidious in her account in <laughs> her application. Girl, It was.
0: Tried and true
2: but um i believe it was Georgie's birthday we went to a rooftop party prior to and then we you took me to saliva and i'm like i don't belong here is where i thought mind you bro, like literally hold no,
0: wait, wait. on now the dancing bear is having an identity crisis at the circus
2: i don't belong
0: here Girl, the self hatred has no place here. <laughs> Give me the car, off like, the baby. Seat. Baby, they made this place for
1: you. It's just this was for you. you. We I did all so, of this for you. This
0: was all done, for, It was done out of love.
2: <laughs> I was so like confused. I didn't know any better because this was, you know, the time of the drag race, uh, dawning. and that's all the girls really kind of had to go off of at first. Even though I didn't fit that mold either. But, um.
1: No. Never not a day.
0: No, because there was (laughs) about three minutes in the beginning of Arikiki where you were trying to. Three minutes. Like, (laughs) you were trying to get like, sad new Eureka fish. And (laughs) no knew what was happening because it wasn't fresh. But. And then it changed really instantly. And you were like, okay, I've I've arrived, girl. Here we are. And we were all like, yeah, girl, get into it.
2: (laughs) Like <laughs> all the sonic rings out of my life and soul,
0: bro. <laughs> I was rooting. For, I was always rooting for you. I, we were yeah, all oh, rooting yeah. for you. Now that you were not always a fan, you. you
2: know I love a come around story. It's <laughs> but yeah, at the beginning, I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. And Vicky was like, "You, ha- you're gonna love it here. It's amazing. This, that, and the other." And lo and behold, I became like, uh, I am obsessed with the vibe of the night. For those of you who don't know what we're referring to, it was Our Lady of Saliva was the competition. Saliva was the weekly show that Dakota hosted with Dorji Thor, uh, Leopolitan, Bob the Drag Queen was a regular at one point, um...
0: I mean, everybody was a regular at one. Oh, yeah, everybody oh, was yeah, regular. Everybody. There's a lot everybody of girls who regular. it's so wild to see that they were on drag race because they really got their start at our show. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's like, and our show was also the New York debut for a lot of the early drag race. Correct. Girls. You know, correct. Um, Detox, Willem, Sharon, Alaska, a whole bunch of them. We that was their first New York gig, and we were like, come yeah. on, you know, like, because they couldn't necessarily, they like didn't know who to where to go or anything like that, okay. and so we'd like take care of them, but.
2: Yeah your show was something where it was a weird um mix of like the show was it was put by performers for performers very much so but the bar didn't but the bar wasn't aware that that was the game plan no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so like we would like for uh, for a while Tina used to do uh Tranimal over at bar uh posh i think it was Mm-hmm. And so we, the, the the baby queens would go over there and compete, myself and Vicky included. And then once that shit show was over, we'd run over to the Ritz because you guys wouldn't start until like midnight, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm.
1: We would pump down in yeah. our heels, be like our fantasy. You're
2: you're being huh? very we
0: always said we would start at midnight. There was a couple of times that it really oh, yeah. didn't get until a good. I mean,
2: like I, I run upstairs. I'm like, can we start the show? <laughs> I work in the morning, and I know you are doing two sets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was wild. It was a real like uh, mindfuck for everybody at first because we were doing, you know, we had come from Brooklyn, we had mm-hmm. gone from Brooklyn drag to Hell's Kitchen.
2: Hell's Kitchen Which, had- does not does not that, that does not compute yeah, no yeah, whatsoever. And also, the Hell's time. Kitchen was and still is just
0: becoming the new Gaberhood. I mean, Splash mm-hmm. the was still there. Um rush was still there, like it was still a lot of stuff happening in Chelsea. The migration was still in progress. Correct. And so really all you had, you didn't have hardware and all these other bars yet. You had like tree therapy, um, some sad place called Vlada that didn't really last. (laughs) It was it was a Vlada was uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) rough. You know, but So there was it wasn't necessarily that much going on. So shortly after we started, then Queen started an industry, which was like the the pinnacle of pageantry, you know? Right. right. When we first started, I mean, Jesus, it was it was really just pageant queens everywhere. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. because there was anything specifically about New York that was pageanty, it was that it was pre-drag race. And so basically what happened was all of the queens in New York came from somewhere else. They tended to come from somewhere else. And for huge amounts of the country, before Drag Race, the only way you ever got into drag was pageants. So you have all these queens who came here and they're like, I'm going to make it in the big city. And most of them were just trying to do musical theater or like whatever. And so of course they were pageant queens. So us fucking freaks from Brooklyn come over and they are like completely shocked and appalled. And... (laughs) no idea what we were or what we were trying to do and um yeah we just basically set up shop and wouldn't leave you know so yeah it's so funny when you when you mentioned like when we all started back in the day there was one way that you got out there as a queen and it was you had to go around and you had to do um star search of barracuda you had to do Tranimal with Tina Burner, mm-hmm. like to be. And then um there was also the really weird one at Esquilita. Remember that Princess...
2: Oh, Chiquette? yes. On Sundays, it? I think it was. Yeah. I could never... I couldn't... I never... I couldn't be like... That, that was not my cup of tea. I whatsoever. went one yeah. time with my ex, who you both know,
0: who mm. really wanted to go. And I kept being like, I don't think this is your vibe. Like... I don't know how this is going to go. Like, you don't mm-hmm. wear tits. Like, you're not necessarily doing, like, what they think is fish, even though you're really, really fishy. Like, I don't know that this is going right. to work out. And she went, and she ended up really devastated. It really wasn't great. But it was also, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I – I, It wasn't Devastated by what, though, girl? Like, it was, like, the two weeks after S&M came out, and I'm standing there. <laughs> where to fucking God? Seven girls in a row came out with bad pleather and a red wig on, giving S&M. And it was like, <laughs> you should have asked yourself, you always wonder, what's it like to be the 100th car in a 100-car pile up, And it's like, well, ask girl number seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, well, girl, this is the only track I brought with me. You know? Right, <laughs> right. right. At least I think <laughs> i think I'd ask because you I've had heard. to bring a CD. I think I'd ask oh, where you had to bring a CD for a good, uh, probably until I would say 2014. You still had to bring a CD because there were tons of DJs who would not take iPods. Right. And that was like, right. this is the hell you're gonna die on? I don't understand. <laughs> Just get a fucking aux cable, bitch. What is the issue? But yeah, I mean it was it was wild. So, you know, we decided why not do a um why not do a competition? Why not piss off all the pageant people and say it's a pageant? <laughs> And, you know, my my real issue, of course, was that all those competitions were by audience applause. So it was never about who killed it. It was about who brought the most people with them that were able to stay until the end of the show. Right. And so having actual judges who were a diverse group of people same. in the industry, you know, that was really great. And so I, I, I just really, I loved it. And honestly, I... I'm really proud of how it all turned out because there were so many queens who saw saliva as what we wanted them to see it as, which was like a Mm -hmm. challenge to push themselves, do something they'd never done before, to do something that was too risky for other bars. You know, there was was queens, like, (laughs) you, you remember Keisha used to be, like, when Keisha first started, Keisha was pageant queen down correct and, yeah and i remember yeah. one time she came up to me because you guys both know you both were involved we always had an open mic policy of like oh, the stage yeah. is open if we can fit you in and you brought a track we'll we'll put you right girl like right. we'll try and if we can throw you something for it mm-hmm. but we had all kinds of queens who they had regular gigs and then you know they were kind of doing their thing and like like keisha, <laughs> keisha came to me one time she goes girl I have this number, and there is no other place in the city it is safe. Was
2: it? Was it the Britney Spears slave mix? Yes, it was. it was.
1: <laughs> love it. Yes.
2: I think he workshopped it at your show, basically, because then yeah. she started doing it everywhere else. She
0: did it at the fucking Grammys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With everybody, I was
0: like, "Oh my god, how far we have yeah. come." Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was wild. I yeah, Thorge just yeah. texted me like last week. I was like, all right, girl, we're bringing back saliva. Like three times a year, she texts me and she's like, we're bringing back saliva, girl. I'll let you know. And I'm like, all right, girl, call me when it happens. Like, I'll be there.
1: <laughs> would you yeah. come back and do another saliva?
2: Of course I would. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, don't tell me that. Yeah, we,
0: we've, we've 100% agreed. We would love to do like a one time only, the return of saliva. Everybody, come! You know, it, I think it would be great to see a lot of the girls who don't do it anymore maybe come out, even if they're not in drag, just to come out and enjoy it. And mm-hmm. you know, whatever train lily Heavenly lives on these days, we'll try and get <laughs> into- her out. Can come back and do
2: that Tina Turner number again.
1: That's yeah, sure. <laughs> it. It's, they would
2: it's have either to that, that-, that. Uh, walking pneumonia.
1: The what? The ch- Chicken Tetrazzini. The, the, the mix,
2: she had like Chicken Tetrazzini and like with a Walking Pneumonia. No, she really, I think that was after Saliva. She started doing that mix. Oh yeah, I don't know it. But it was always Proud Mary. It was always Proud Mary. It was always like, Proud was Mary. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it was always Proud Mary. Live yeah. vocals or not. Like, <laughs> whether it was the karaoke track. Right. Or whether she was doing this from, you know. The actual the track? actual mix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, she, <laughs> or, or if it just happened to come on in the bar.
0: Right. It was over. Showtime.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I, whatever. The, it was, <laughs> you know, I moved to New York from Arizona and I assumed that somehow some tumbleweeds had caught onto my luggage and that she had decided to use those as wigs. <laughs> The lack of moisture should be looked into by the UN. You know, really, they should be sending relief. There should be FEMA needs to get on the case because there's split ends and then there's ends that'll snatch your wallet out of your back pocket. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Those ends were divorced.
0: Uh. (laughs) You almost got me, bitch. Oh, you <laughs> almost got iced coffee coming out of my nose, you nasty bitch. Oh, there was no such thing as us. That's sweat. it, they had mm. parted ways. They were, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, what? Well, Be too mad at Lily because you'd look and there's Kiki Darling doing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought there was a rotation going on, like <laughs> that we couldn't figure out where they were going to be in the city, but they would pop up somewhere. And someone was doing Beyonce, but it wasn't the actual choreo, and it was Kiki. <laughs> but
2: um, I, we have not actually gotten to like get to know you, they get to know you in the conversation yet. Like we haven't. <laughs> like I mean, we have, but like we haven't. Like tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs>
0: We want to know, girl. I'm a fucking swamp witch that used to do drag, and you know, and I just like live in Brooklyn and fucking, you know, I'm I'm living my life like it's golden. You know, thank you, Jill Scott. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, my name's Dakota. My drag name was Azraya If you say Azraya three times, then I appear. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I. Let's see. I'm a business owner. Um, I own a uh, thriving bookstore and spiritual supply shop uh, here in Bushwick in Brooklyn, uh, which is Catland Books. You can visit us at catlandbooks.com or follow us on Instagram at Books. And I'm an educator. Um, I teach classes at, on witchcraft and um, finding your own spiritual path and practice and how to do so ethically, practically, And uh, so that it makes sense for you specifically. Um, Let's see, what else do I do? Uh, (laughs) I write a lot. I've written like over a dozen zines and I'm working on a book at the moment. Um, I have a podcast that I really love doing called When God Was Queer. And basically it's just, we talk about uh, what I call divine reflections of queer and trans identity. So not as super, you know, reductionist as like, Thor wore a dress once, Thor's trans. Like, we're not doing that. But like, <laughs> it, it is really important that we as queer people and LGBTQIA++ people that we know that like, we have existed forever and there's proof. And it's in the myths of ancient peoples where there are deities and there are heroes and there are figures who look like us, who live like us who change and grow like us. And so it's incredibly edifying to know that number one, religion does not, religion is not owned by the people who currently seek to own it and do so by excluding people like us. They have no ownership over that because there are so many things that came before them and came alongside them That saw us as queer people As marked by the gods As the walker between the worlds As the liaison between the people And the earth, the people and their dead The people and their gods And so it's really, I think, super edifying um, And uplifting But also, we have a good time Like, we just, we laugh and we have a good time Uh, Our whole first season is the Greek And by extension, the Roman pantheon So we do fun shit Like um, we do pop star pantheon. So when we're talking about like the gods, we talk about like which of the like pop icons we think would be like best to play that role. So like Hera, you guys know who Hera is, right? Zeus's wife. Yeah. So She's like the imperious, you know, like kind of, she's always treated as like really mean um, and vengeful. And she's always like envious of like younger goddesses and mortals and their beauty and stuff. So that's Madonna, obviously. <laughs> and so, you know, like we, we go I think we like that. <laughs> um, and there's um Echidna, who's the mother of all monsters and is like made out of all of these different creatures. So that's Gaga, obviously, you know. Um but yeah, no, it's it's real fun. So we do all that and um uh yeah, it's I host it with two other people. Uh, Daphne and Vince were they then gang. All of us are non-binary. And so we try to, uh, you know, bring forth these stories and share them in a way that's like fun and accessible. But also the two main things are it's stories for queers told by queers in a way that it's like looking at history in a way that you've never been taught it before, right? Like looking at the story of Athena, and it's like, you think you know Athena, but we do a deep dive on it. And you learn all this stuff that you never really knew about her before that recontextualizes it for you. And it's done through a queer lens. The other thing that we do is we look at it through the lens of people who truly believe that these gods, there's a very good chance they're real. And so giving them a sort of Level of credence that like somebody who's just talking about dry history doesn't give them, and it yeah. kind of imbues the stories with a lot of life and yeah. a lot of um, energy. So yeah, it's it's real fun. I I really enjoy doing it. Um, but yeah, I live here in Brooklyn. This is my apartment. I live with my fiance and my three cats, and um, they're fine. Two out of three of them are great. <laughs> One of the cats is on a real fucking short leash right now and needs to figure his life out before shit gets real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking him on Prozac. You believe this shit? He's on fucking Prozac oh, now because he can't calm down. Oh, no. He's fucking bullying the other cats. You'd have to see him. He looks like a pit bull dressed up as a cat. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you see those bulldogs where their legs are like on the front of their body and not on the side and they're kind of like <laughs> this? Like, that's how he walks. He's got this big fucking head. He's painted like a cow. And you're like, what is this? He's a trash (laughs) goblin. He eats anything that's on the floor. Could be a cord, piece of plastic. You can nibble on your ankle. He tests out what things are by putting them in his mouth. And I'm like, I didn't sign up for a dog. I don't know how we got (laughs) here, but this isn't what I asked for.
2: How old is is said cat? How old? Yeah, or Roughly. Let's see. They said when we found him,
0: he was between a year and a half and two. And I want to say we've had him for like two and a half years now, three years. You got a while with this one. We've had him for a while. And it's just, you know, (laughs) I'm going to do what I can, but girl, (laughs) this is (laughs) like, I have a lot of feelings about this cat. Not all of them are positive. Yeah. It's don't get tricked. That's the thing. Don't get tricked. If a cat shows up and is like, oh, I'm so sad, take me in. <laughs> you know, like, okay, cool. Like, take them to the vet, see if they have a microchip. Did that check? And then if they don't, cool. You can like leave them at the vet. You, you don't have to keep going. <laughs> you don't have to take them home. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and I was like, okay, cool. What he needs all his shots and to be groomed and he needs to be fixed and he needs a place to stay. Oh. Yeah, I can do all that, and then you're almost a thousand dollars in, and you go, well, for fuck's sake, now he's my cat. I'm not paying <laughs> no, all that, no, no, and then right. somebody else is going to take this fucking cat. No, absolutely not. And you bond with them, and then they have a name, and then it's over. And then you realize later on, like, I got fucking duped. This was a con. This was the long con the whole time. Okay. This was an ugly English bulldog who's fucking... It's a whole charade. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's a mess, but...
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Dakota, I love you. I miss
0: y'all! Here's I miss you,
2: you too. Um, I'm going to try and come back out land this Saturday, if you're around uh
0: saturday i think i will be around
2: yeah yeah because i know you You mentioned you're, you're usually there saturdays uh i'm gonna try and come earlier because i have plans in the evening
0: i mean i'm there fucking every day at this point it's you know and
2: i also i i was able to um,
0: um, yeah okay I'm <laughs> <laughs> i i this is just like a privacy thing so we'll rattlesnake this but okay um Oh, a dream. yeah So if you come by the store and you're like, "Hey girl, I'm here," I'll... like it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> My commute, like <laughs> yeah. 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 The That's dream. the dream. That's the dream. dream. The dream. That's the dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the magic, but it's in Brooklyn. You know, it's a like great, great. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was the so funny.
0: when eat? we first did it. I was like, I don't know. That kind of shrinks your universe a little bit. Then I don't have to travel. And what if I'm like not getting out as much, whatever? And then Corona. And I was like, okay, well, they worked
2: oh. out perfectly. <laughs> 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 Who was that? That was the Cardi B laugh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, um. So, like,
0: Carol, Kira- how are you?
1: I could be higher.
0: Middle of the way? I could be higher. You better work, you Buddhist bitch. She found the middle way. Look at her. <laughs> <Even keel. laughs> um.
1: So, Dakota, we ask... <laughs> we ask that you leave our our listeners with a little bit of advice. Can you give us a little bit of advice for someone who is a little more seasoned and this can be a, I don't know, a bookstore owner, a podcaster, a drag queen, a makeup artist, but you do so much. You, you're you like, you're I like, mean, yeah, like,
0: but, um, wash <laughs> your ass, tip your waitress, um, you know, to always knock your water her, um, you know, if, if it seems too good to be true, throw something really hard at it, um. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, a bag of pennies. That's easy. I always have a bag of pennies. <laughs> Just bag of pennies. <laughs> because it bruves. Soap in a sock. Wh- whip that bitch around. You know what I mean? Like, um, Use everything that was used to abuse you in order to uh, defend yourself from the world. Like a, mm. a sock. Perfect. See, childhood trauma immediately just made it a joke, and was able to defend myself in a dark parking lot. It's perfect. Um, no, I don't know. Like, if you're, let's see, what can I tell you? Um, if you are a witch, or if you are exploring witchcraft, number one, witchcraft is not a religion. Witchcraft is a practice. It's what you do. It's not what you believe. So practicing witchcraft doesn't make you Wiccan or Catholic or Jewish or a Satanist any more than anything else. It's those things you actually have to like initiate into or join. Practicing witchcraft, witchcraft has existed all over in every era of humanity among all peoples. So there's no necessarily one white right way to do it. But I will tell you right now that the number one thing that you, that I've always told people is like, whenever you like at any chance that you could buy like a spell book, don't buy a history book. Because you'll learn more from history than you ever will from some modern person just writing down a bunch of bullshit and saying that it works. Like, it's if you know through history, okay, for uh, between three and 5,000 years of the Mediterranean, the Near East, North Africa, that they were using bay leaves for cleansing, banishing, and exorcism, then you can probably count on that working because they had to grow the shit themselves and not eat it. And then use it for just a fucking magical working. Clearly it must've worked or they wouldn't have kept doing it. So like right. history is the greatest teacher and that's in all things, you know, don't forget that things like capitalism, colonialism, patriarchy, systems of oppression, they thrive when they are able to encourage and oftentimes enforce an a historic attitude among people, uh, which basically is the vantage point, which says, Nothing happened before I died. Nothing happened before I was born and nothing important is going to happen after I die. All that matters is me being here right now. And it's like, yeah, I don't know what that is, but agreed. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, don't fall prey to that. Um, Get a good eye cream. Um,
2: Any recommendations? (laughs)
0: It kind of depends. I mean, I'll tell you right now, don't just don't get caught up in the idea that things that are more expensive are always better. There are a lot of really good drugstore retinol products that you can use for anti-aging that really work well. There's a Neutrogena eye cream that I use that has been really successful for me that has retinol in it and has really helped with like, um, I've never had like dark circles, but I'm gonna be thirty-two next week. And so for me, I'm just starting to get like some lines under my eyes. And it's kind of really helped with them a lot. Um so yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, when that, when all else fails, have Ari's producer wipe you down with Clorox wipes. I don't make you feel spiritually and hygienically new, you know? It might style <laughs> a little, but people get blown. you won't get know, definitely. Done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, other than that, you know, be gay, age, you, crime, um, shoot cops, burn churches, suck a dick, hail Satan, and step your mm-hmm. pussy up.
1: Mm-hmm. All of that. Yes.
2: Oh, by the way, do you happen to have a Venmo, a Cash App, a PayPal, any of those... Uh... Only OnlyFans... Well, uh, whatever. Uh, any method to achieve coins? Excuse basically,
0: me, Mr. Though. Producer Man. Like, do you
2: and me need to go do another health check?
0: What's going <laughs> on?
2: <laughs> An only thing. He had some fried fish before the show started. He's all kinds of frisky. Oh,
0: okay. You looking for some tilapia, honey? What you need? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. No.
2: So, for what? Just uh, if anyone in the audience who's listening to the episode wants to send you coins,
0: maybe. no, God, no, I wouldn't accept it. No, okay. I, t- I, you know what? This is this is why I'll tell you 2020 was rough for everybody, it was the best year for my business that we've ever had, huh. and it was it sucks because, like, right on our block, the three businesses to the right of me in the past, uh, in December and January, <laughs> dropped like flies, Shit. and it sucks to see it happen while simultaneously doing the best you've ever done because we're such a niche business we have no competitors we right. do something that's so kind of off the beaten track that like people would rather get their things from us because they know that they're at least sold authentically as opposed to like everyone. Mm-hmm. um and so we've been really blessed in that way also not gonna lie lock a whole bunch of people up with nothing to do they start thinking about some shit and they're like, maybe I need to get a book. To something. I don't know. Maybe try meditation, yoga. And we're like, Hey girl, right.
2: you want to buying crystals during <laughs> the break?
0: Like- <laughs> That's it. So yeah, we've been, I mean, um, one of the things that I would love if it is instead of ever trying to give me Jesus or, or any, or, or money. Um, if you want to make a donation to a really awesome, um, foundation that I have made donations to on behalf of my business, Um, there's, there's a whole conversation about the usage of white sage in witchcraft and new age and the occult and all of that. And, um, the fact that it's like sacred to native American and first nations and indigenous peoples that it's over harvested. And then it's also like, hello, not the only sacred herbs. So like, why are you only using this thing? That's totally cultural appropriation when you could use all these other things that are better for the earth that are more ethically sourced, all of that. Right. So, but the thing is, is that like. We sell white sage that we ethically source because we do have native and First Nations and Indigenous clients who they need it for their rituals, and so we. Um, but you know, to to make sure that we're not engaging in like uh, anything that um, encourages colonialism or gentrification or anything like that, we give a hundred percent of the price. Now that's not just what the customer pays; that's also what we pay. So we operate at a net negative. For all white sage that our business sells, we give every penny of it to the Navajo Water Project. Um, One in three Navajo people does not have access to running water. And that is because over 150 years ago, the Navajo and many other peoples were basically forced into signing a treaty with the United States government in exchange for surrendering the sovereignty of their land. For the infrastructure that the United States government was supposedly supposed to offer in terms of things like running water and health infrastructure. And of course, did they ever get it? No. And so you have all these people who, especially during a time like Corona, where we know how much it is so important you to wash your hands regularly and wash everything down in your house and all of that. You know, this is a really, I think, very important thing. And they now operate in three states. So they operate in my home state of Arizona. They also operate in Utah and I believe Colorado or Nevada. I can't remember, but that sort of area. Oh. Um. So, yeah. So anything that you would want to send to me, send it to, um, you know, subscribe to my podcast, When God Was Queer, and also support the Navajo Water Project, please. boom. Boom. I think the Oprah Project, it makes sure that Black, trans, and gender non conforming people get healthy diets, and they employ Black, trans, and gender non conforming chefs to create that food. So it works on both sides, and it's fabulous. So the Oprah Project as well. <laughs> so,
2: Thank you,
1: so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, do you, we we're going to go and do Flaming Topics. Are you going to stick around?
0: Me? Yeah. Yeah. Girl, I cleared my schedule for this. <laughs> okay. Should I play the
2: outro? Um.
1: N- yeah. No, hang on. Let's... Oh, oh, I just dropped my phone. Whoops. Great. When we come back, we're going to do Flaming Topics. DMX dies at 50. And I'm pretty sure we have some thoughts. An old white colonial... Colonial yeah,
0: all right, Colonist.
1: An old white colonizer, the original, has died. Drag queens can also be on top. Ushbuck's make it into the and offerings. Alo and A-Rod split a part. That and your questions from our your answers from our question of the week last week and maybe a little bit more. We'll be right back. It's what? It
2: was A-Rod. No, I, just, I said Alo
1: and J-Rod. I did that on purpose.
2: Oh, okay. Aoli? <laughs> what happened? <It's, laughs> I just want <need laughs> you to know what HVAC unit you're in.
0: And if you need to... A- <laughs> <laughs> You dropped your phone, and it sounded like you were never gonna get it back, girl. Okay. Wow. No, it's fine. It's.
1: Oh. Ding dong.
0: We're back. <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> Nobody's supposed to be here.
2: <laughs> you better give me some Deborah Cox.
1: <laughs> so we're back with Ari Kiki, DJ's sitting in my seat, and Dakota has joined us from when God was queer.
0: From the fucking pits of hell, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> you know where Lil Nas X flew down to? I'm too down from there. <laughs> the <level> below. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're making the wings that we're d- then going to take up to the strip club that Little Nogs is working in.
0: Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm. So, DMX has died, and there was no easy way to make that transition. So, speaking cool, of yeah. hell, there you <laughs> go. <laughs>
0: X gonna give it to you.
1: <laughs> no. Uh... There is a. DMX has had a, um, I'm going to say, tumultuous at best relationship with the queer community.
0: His favorite ice cream is Rocky Road, if you will. (laughs) And his favorite word? Past tense. Past tense. Faggot. (laughs)
1: Um, So. I remember being introduced to DMX in like middle school back in the day and like hearing some of the lyrics, like as a um, budding little homosexual was just like, it was very clear that this was about me and not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was of two minds when i heard that he passed this past weekend or this this last week and i know that he is someone who has gone through a lot of things in his life and he open, he talk, openly talked about it in his music about his abuse drug abuse and then like physical abuse to other people um but i'm st- but i'm also remembering the dmx that i knew growing up and like that that like aggression just like feeling that um so I don't know how to deal with the death of DMX how Ari have you did you even tune in to DMX do you know who he is at all
2: I am aware of who the individual is uh was past tense uh hold on for pause for New York City sound effects
0: god damn it rattlesnake
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm aware of who DMX was. Um, I remember hearing his music in high school because I went to a ratchet ass high school. Mm. And they used to play Hot 97 all the time. Um, I think in the he hallways? was. Tri- it was a ratchet. I really did not go to a, I did not go to a good high school. It was a New uh, York City public that
1: school. Yeah.
2: It was not only a New York City public school, it was a New York City um, alternative high school. So it wasn't that oh, like they were. they would try different methods yes, of Yes, You
0: know she went to Flotilla DeBarge's finishing school for unhappy girls? <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: love, I love Flotilla. I love Flotilla. Uh, no, my high school, like, they tried a different type of math for, like, 10th and 11th grade and then realized that that wasn't going to work. And so they gave us – so I had 9th grade math as per usual and 12th grade math as per, as per usual. But my 10th and 11th grade math was like this word problem-solving bullshit that did not work, and they realized that. And so I got sent to college with like this mediocre math skill. Oh. Um, but back to DMX. Okay, uh, yeah.
1: I don't know how 2 plus 2 equaled us back here, but where what were you saying?
2: Down the rabbit hole.
1: Down the rabbit hole. The dementia's yeah. going to get
2: you. Um. I remember he was shirtless a lot. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that as a budding homosexual. But like, I didn't really listen to his music like that. And I feel like if, I feel like I remember jerking off probably to him at some point. Like I used to jerk off to like Eminem at some point.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: But they all used to be shirtless on Rolling Stone and they used to subscribe to Rolling Stone magazine.
1: Mm, So you used to use Rolling Stone the way most, most Young boys used like a Victoria's Secret pamphlet.
2: Yeah, same. Absolutely. Okay.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, I know. What uh, was he a rough rider? Is that
1: he rode rough? He that he (laughs) did. Wait,
2: wasn't it? Wasn't he part of the same circle as Eve? Or no? Am I crazy? No, he was.
1: Yeah, she also rode it rough. I mean.
0: <laughs> at least it worked out for her. It, it
1: definitely worked oh. out for her.
0: She's with some fucking European billionaire going around doing fucking free races and shit. Yeah. And she tells oh, I
1: don't him. Know her and she tells him to her face often that she hates his kids. Just, yeah. That's just how her life, yeah. Oh. Yeah. She hates, yeah. The, hates the kids Wait, how do you know this? She talks about it. Is she doesn't talk to
2: What'd you say?
0: Some of us keep up with her, girl. She's, she's living her life. She's good. She's, you know. And she
1: doesn't she talk that. She doesn't speak that often. So when no. she does say things publicly, it's just like, oh, oh. Well, somebody updated the Twitter feed. Yeah. Dakota, so she's have
2: on the you... and like, uh, Salma Hayek and Jen Jackson marrying billionaires and shit like that.
0: Yeah. Did, did it work did out for Jen Jackson though? In it, dropped in, got a prenup. Had got a baby, and then and got... Literally, the prenup said that she wouldn't get, like, really, I think, anything unless they were married for at least five years. And they were she's married for, like, five years and two months, and then she divorced them and took everything. <laughs> and, the and a baby. And a baby. And a
2: baby.
0: Because she's a goddess. So we, need, we
2: need We need the Aaliyah baby cry from... Uh... Yes! Ah. Come through, Timbaland! Okay! <laughs>
1: I mean, all of these rappers and shit are out here talking about, like, fucking billionaires and, like, getting their money and, like, their job is a, their, being oh, them is God. a job. Bitch, no. Sit back and watch Janet Jackson.
0: Okay. Learn, learn from her. a legend.
1: Just, just learn from an actual legend. How learn from a legend. Because you that.
0: know what? You can't even hear her
1: coming. She's a silent assassin.
0: <laughs> No one saw that coming. We she all said, in, oh. In the dead of night, secured the bag, it was gone <laughs> from the
2: <laughs> Had the car That's packed. The That's, the That's it. Skin is still soft.
0: On
1: the way out, recorded a music video in the sand dunes. Okay. Old
0: 90s style. That man woke up the next day after they got married, and she was like, I'm coming on tour. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> To to you? for that tour oh right it was, What'd you say? It, it was supposed to be july of last year i was supposed to see her it was I, I was supposed to see her also Same. i bought
2: the t-shirt so i got the t-shirt for the <laughs> tour that never happened
0: <laughs> yeah it was so funny too because it was you know it was early corona i was supposed to see her in july yeah shit had gotten real right but i was like you know, holding on because they still hadn't canceled it. They still hadn't canceled it, and it got to be about June. And I was like, "This Corona shit gonna clear up, and I'm gonna go see Janet. It's gonna be okay." <laughs> Funny, little did I know, hope is a dangerous thing. No, no.
1: I would like to thank my fans, and I will be giving you all back your money. I'm so sorry. I won't be risking my life for coronavirus.
0: Yeah, no, not even not not one (laughs) time. Imagine four secret marriages. She's not trying (laughs) to coronavirus.
2: Oh no!
0: (laughs) I'm surprised
1: we got Janet when we did. She left her house.
2: Like we, me and Vicky saw her. I think two years prior when she was doing the other tour that lasted like two years.
0: Which one was it?
2: for the album that she dropped.
0: For Unbreakable?
2: Um I think it was Unbreakable,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Mhm. The Lion Maine.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, that's Unbreakable.
1: I'm just cackling yeah. because this is how the Shade Parade talks about DMX. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit. I mean I not. not. I'm not listen, anytime that somebody comes along and they want to, you know, <sighs> Look, if people if if lesser's want to argue about who's the greatest lesser, then I'm going to find somebody better to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really, you know, I I don't know. Listen, it's funny for me because I'm, to me, DMX was everywhere when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, yeah. There was a good few years that DMX was like the sound of summer. Whether yeah, whoever I mean, he
1: used to have went. releases that were that were like they came out and they were the size of like a Britney Spears, yeah, or like a, in in sync, and there was just like they were right up there in these like top forty rotation. Yep. they were. He was a part of this era of the '90s where rappers were just uh-huh. becoming
0: huge as big as pop stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was like late 90s, early 2000s when it wasn't the rappers that everybody had known already. It wasn't Biggie, E yeah. it, was it wasn't where it was just rap for rap's sake. It was when it started to cross over. And yeah. you'd have a girl and it would be a bop that could be on the radio and it was less like, um, it didn't go as hard. And so it was interesting because you're like, you think, oh yeah, well DMX went really hard. His voice did. But a lot of the beats were real soft and he'd have some girl in the back who did the hook. I'm like, it, so it kind of was a bop, you know? I don't know. I just, I, I just know that he was very short. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know why at 50 you're fucking around with drugs. Like you're still 20. Aren't you bored? Girl, you've been doing the same shit for how long?
2: Yeah. I, I understand when Demi Lovato does it, but DMX... Well, Demi Lovato
0: is trash. Number one, heard, Demi heard, Lovato is just flat out fucking trash.
1: I heard that everything that Demi Lovato says is an exaggeration.
0: I, but... I never liked her. Um, she mando <laughs> she manages her vocals the way she manages her addiction. Um, all over the place and constantly looking for more money. Um, but she really just. Does this shit now? Where she supposedly has a relapse? She ends up being murdered, and then she has to do a documentary and an album. Yeah, girl, we're on like round three. Number one, you may not make it to round four if that's what's really going on. Number, but but then also, like, this isn't this isn't. You're not sending any good messages. Like everyone's trying to prop you up as if you're some kind of fucking role model, but you're not, though.
1: Yeah, no. Like,
0: why? So you're you're based. So you, because you're this white woman. You decide to, like, basically make a profit model off of your supposed struggle, right? I'm not going to say – I'm not trying to insinuate she doesn't really struggle with all of these things. I'm sure she does. But you can monetize those things. Correct. She can because she has the privilege to, whereas other people have struggled with addiction and then they are – They can never live it down. Whitney Houston's entire legacy was tarnished. Yeah, this woman was a living goddess, the greatest vocalist of all time. America, her her voice was America's national fucking treasure. And then she struggles with addiction, and people literally want to make her a punchline even for the rest of her life and after death. Yeah, yeah. For for like she's she's a she's a coke joke forever. Yeah. And so it's like when you look at how it's handled differently, it's it's really gross. And she has yeah. no problem with profiting off of it and making yeah. it super advantageous for herself. And it's so cringe. It's so holier than thou. Everything I do, I try to be so wholesome and I virtue signal and like it's just like, girl, just shut the fuck up. Go yeah.
1: It's like you. girl, just sing, girl. Like we don't we no. like we could we could literally do without any of this. Any of this.
0: You know what it makes me you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Gaga during the Born This Way um tour when every single tour date she spent half of the time on stage just weeping and talking about what a freak she was as a kid and how much she loves. Yeah. Girl, hey, I'm for, you to, milk. to see you go through therapy on stage. Like I need you to <laughs> fold your shit together yeah this is not tying anything to anything like you can do this one good time in an interview everybody will remember it forever your fans will have it burned into their memory and they'll talk about it forever how oh my god you're so great
2: club another (laughs) club you know like like, automobile that's all it is
0: it doesn't make any sense to do what they're doing it's like oof i don't know The the
1: girls are eating at it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, DMX. Someone else, we... I I mean... I don't care if he rests at all. Philip died.
2: He's been resting for years.
1: Oh, that ghoulish old white man was dead long before. He was at least dead since, like, 86. And his sarcophagus. Of flesh. Um, So, (laughs) Prince Philip dies. Um...
0: And the world has pants on his grave.
2: Next topic.
1: Well, I mean, like, I'm a little more curious, or, like, what I'm really interested in is how the American media has taken the death of Prince Philip. Like, girl, what? Wasn't
0: there, like, a, you know, it a made revolution sense. about this? The fuck? It made sense when it was, like, Princess Diana. You know, she was a beloved figure she was sort of like a common woman who was able to mm-hmm. become part of the royal family that's a whole disney movie we get yeah this the narrative we live for mm-hmm. uh, but this monster anyone who's, oh. like fascinated with the words, i'm like you you need better things to look at in your life because the fact that you oh, very creates, true like oh wow this inbred horrifying. I mean, you know, it's like when the gene pool is actually a jacuzzi. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you look at the whole setup and you go, awesome, this group of people who's responsible for almost 30 independence days across the world is somehow to be looked up to? Yeah, they're beloved. Why? beloved? Beloved by who, bitch? Like, no. And I can understand us having some kind of conversation that was necessary about this if we were English. Yeah, but we're not.
1: <laughs> so and like, for it to what? be in the news cycle for as long as it has been, I'm just like, what the fuck? Wh- why? Why is this news? Why do we fucking care? Do we even get this kind of like news coverage when other monarchs die?
0: I would in other other places. I would understand if it was the queen, but Miss Philip ain't never been nothing to nobody. She ain't ever. She barely was out even in public. So, unless I mean, you kind of expose on whatever fucked up genetic, cryogenetic, fucking futuristic fuckery they were doing to animate that corpse and whatever deep necromancy they were involved with to bring fucker along. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever they. Do, I got no shakes to hold me. Up. <laughs> that's it. Because it's that same thing they were doing to Dick Cheney. You remember Dick Cheney was like half dead? For oh, movie, which is yeah. Crazy. Yeah. They were I like, mean, oh, three bypasses later, here she comes, Miss Cheney to the stage. She's just like springing an artery and fucking has an arm fall off. Like, <laughs> and he had
1: exactly 99 me? years like <laughs> big bitch witchcraft.
2: That's it. <laughs> Leave Dakota's lifestyle out of this.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I don't...
1: You can dig things up out of the earth and keep shit alive for a little longer. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen it (laughs) happen.
0: I wonder, I wonder what they did to do it, you know? Because after a while, animals ain't going to suffice to keep that alive. <laughs> so, are y'all stealing babies? What are you doing to keep this like, thing alive? What
1: fucking crazy alchemy did they like? Did they sacrifice an arm and a leg? Like, what the fuck is happening? You,
0: you would think they found year? like a philosopher's stone and just shoved it in his chest and flew <laughs> <to> the- <laughs> like, like Iron Man. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> it <was> like glowing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> fucking I arc just of light. Been- <laughs> I'm not talking about him this much because he looked like the final boss in a game that you're playing. Oh. I get the fact that he was defeated. We should be talking about but we should be talking about it in a different way and not so, like, with honor. What honor, bitch? What, what the fuck honor?
1: His decrepit ass was taken out by a can of Pepsi. Like, fuck oh, okay. out. Like, he couldn't oh, do no. sweet tooth. That's what happened. Like... <laughs>
0: That's it. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: understand it. it at literally,
1: all. literally, he saw the he saw the interview, the Oprah interview with Megan, and he said, mm. my sugar, I need, I need a little, he got a sprite and lights out.
0: Look at God. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> oh, God. of God. Won't she do it? Won't <laughs> she do it every time? <laughs> every oh. time.
1: Speaking of God, <laughs> Usher. Leaves behind a little oh, memorabilia. This what?
2: This is some crazy shit.
1: So he leaves behind a little memorabilia for the strippers at an Atlanta strip club. And it turns out that he tips them with... Wait, did he tip them with pennies? Because no, 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 no. He tipped them with the dollars have face heard the
2: story on yet? it. Wait, he what?
1: He tipped them with dollars with his face on it.
2: He printed bills with his face on them and tipped the strippers with, with bills with his face on Isn't them. is like, deeply illegal? Like, is,
0: didn't you just
2: make counterfeit
0: <laughs> money? <little> <laughs>
2: it, it's, it's fully, like, someone pr- posted photos of what they look like. He made, like, $100 bills, $20 bills, and, like, $5 bills and stuff like that with his face on them. So,
1: apparently, TMZ reported broke? that he, like actually gave he actually tipped the girls he actually gave them real dollars but this was supposed to be a publicity stunt for his next album that's coming out but like oh, mama. the, no. the ush bucks no. look so realistic they're so close to actual dollars that it's really easy to confuse them
0: You know what is also really confused about is the fact that this man is in his 40s, has the face of a baby that now has a gray beard, and he thinks that he can be funny and or sexy. The time for all of that has passed. Like, I don't understand. If you're going to make music, no one's going to care. So just make it and shut up. <laughs> this, how, how is this a publicity stunt? Hey, I think it's really funny to play pranks on sex workers and strippers. Isn't that great? Isn't that cool? Right. Read a fucking book, bro. It's 2021. Like, what are you doing? He is. I mean, in at Atlanta, he's... Wait, I'm sorry, in Atlanta. The hardest fucking girls in the 50 states. Okay? Yep. Have you ever seen an Atlanta stripper? I don't know.
1: do about that. Never. Remember the girl on that seventy-two foot pole? That was in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, that's the the
0: working girls. Fatality. <laughs> they could, you know, they could. Them bitches are jacked, climbing up and pull all the way to the ceiling and flying down like that. First of all, Lil Nas that should be shook because that's. <laughs> the- <laughs> you Come need the green screen this tiny ass needs to be careful because one of them. Could fucking She Hulk and just fucking pick him up and snap him in half? You know what I'm saying? Finish him! Like get out! Get him out of here! Yeah, I, don't <laughs> know he was he was I mean,
1: at least he's playing to his demographic. At least we know when Usher music is playing; it's always playing in an Atlanta strip club. So maybe he was just getting yes, ahead sir. of it. Where was when was the last time you heard an Usher song?
2: Also, uh, and hustlers will be.
1: conversely in a strip club, bitch.
2: Like I, I said,
1: <laughs> the fuck I said,
0: she said what she said. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord, <laughs> thou shalt only play Usher tracks in Atlanta strip clubs.
1: That if, if the cheeks are not clapping, then it is not happening. Can I That's get an it. amen?
0: That's it. All right, okay. That's Oh my god! That's the, oh, my god. My god. Mm-hmm. That's the final part of Johnny Cochran's defense that got OJ off. That, <laughs> he, that far. he said, "If the glove does not fit, you must acquit. If the cheeks are not clapping, it ain't happening." And then the jury was like, <laughs> "Not guilty." <laughs> oh. That's it. Thank you. I don't get it. Anymore. And, you know, Usher had, a, had had his moment for a good long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be the next Michael Jackson didn't happen, and so okay, go on your merry way. You got enough money. Like what? What are you realistically? What is Usher going to put out that really needs to be heard? Correct, because he's been doing the same shit since the '90s. So it's not like anything really changes. And when it does, it never leaves us. Like that fucking song that he did with Little John, it never leaves us. It's a virus, and we have enough of those this year. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, but like many viruses, this can also be found in Atlanta,
0: Atlanta Strip Club. There we go. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. There she goes. (laughs) There she goes. I'm I'm sure there's also like a like a nice buffet
1: oh yes oh i'm sure Uh, see i've heard that you can get the best wings at an atlanta strip club
0: well see that's why yes i needed you to say that because i was not gonna yes (laughs) i'm not gonna be the only white bitch on this podcast is gonna be like yes girl they got good chicken at the atlanta strip club (laughs) that's not gonna happen okay i'll open the door but you're walking through it (laughs) Uh,
1: so did any of you ever watch america's next top model
2: Yes, God. Hello. How do you
1: think we got here? Well, some of us.
2: I haven't. I haven't, honestly. You've never
1: seen an episode of America's Next Top Model?
2: I've seen that one soundbite of her berating the girl. Uh Uh-huh. I've never sat through an entire episode. Oh, no, baby. You know I don't really do reality TV like that.
1: Oh, America's next top model matter. was not just reality TV. It was, it was trash TV
2: institution. It
1: was an instant it was a movement. It it bred so many young little young little queers who came up with a little that little model pose where you put your hands on your hips and you like The Broken doll. Your, yes, the broken, broken doll. doll yes. Do I mean there
0: know? was an entire moment in time where I feel like Butch Queen and Vem Queen got redefined as which Miss J are you? <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes,
2: yes. yes that I can re- I can understand.
1: So uh, recently, Shea Couleé of America of RuPaul's Drag Race started a podcast where she goes she goes over. It's not an episode by episode review of the show, but she kind of talks about how the show uh, affected her as a queen. And she brings guests on, and they all talk about the 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 series and its various episodes or whatever.
2: Problematic episodes.
1: The thing is, I don't know if they cover any of the problematic shit that actually happened.
2: I well, don't you know why this is the premise for
0: a podcast when there's so much to dig for in terms of like... How first of all, how badly Tyra was exposed in the past few years for exploiting all of these women. Oh my god. And oh then it got even worse because of course out of the out of America's no Scott Model she got her, her talk show. And out of her talk oh, show Yeah, and then the, her
1: talk the, show was even more problematic.
0: And through the sisterhood movement there was all of these scams. And she was not only, like, exploiting the women who were on the show as contestants, but also through this, like, supposed sisterhood movement, she ended up, like, really getting in trouble because she, it turns out, like, it was on some, like, Trump University type shit. Like, oh. None of this was real. I've got your coins and I go laughing into the night. Like, bad.
2: What? Oh, yeah. Basically, what we're going to find out about RuPaul in about five to ten years.
0: <laughs> we already know it about her, girl. Yeah, girl. You already no... know what what she, she, she
1: she put about... it on the building. Oh, it's called Frax. RuPaul DragCon. You thought you were gonna make money?
0: You thought right. you were making money? I don't, I only refer to that bitch as Sir lot now. I don't have any time for any of her bullshit at all. No, but that's the thing is like it and the, and when people talk about how Drag Race is you know so deeply based on. America's Next Top Model yes it is because it chews up these girls and spits them out it promises yeah. the world it gives them nothing and they all have to basically break their backs to be able to do it and then they come out just broken on the other side okay. I'm yeah. trying to figure out how an intelligent queen like Shay is going to look at this and not see you know I could probably really do something important and instead of doing what she's doing which sounds completely asinine but that she could interview the girls from the show and be like, you know, how how, is, how did the show affect you? Where did it take oh you? My how God. did you come out they, of it? Like That is the
1: deep dive I don't think many of us are ready for because they were putting girls you know through like, it.
0: No, you, you know who's not going to do it a fucking drag race queen because all of a sudden it's going to be that office meme where it's like they're the same picture. okay Don't hold that mirror up too close girl you're gonna find out about yourself
1: like what is what is one what are one of the most problematic photo shoots that you remember from america's next top model uh
0: the race swapping one
1: yeah i was gonna say the same one yeah that that one where they but they've done that i feel like they did that before yeah they did they've done it several times but it was only like one season where they put this like Blonde white girl in straight up straight blackface. blackface,
0: straight like up blackface with face. Afro and, wig and everything. was yep. just... yeah, they tried to make her like, if I remember correctly, they tried to make her look more like. From what they put her in, it looked kind of West African. If I remember yeah. correctly, yeah. So it wasn't even just like you know blackface. They made her look like Foxy Brown from like a black exploitation film from the seventies, which is usually where they go. Uh, no, it was that. There was also, there was another white girl that they made look, they called it Eskimo, I believe. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Inuit.
0: If you don't know, Eskimo is actually a pejorative term because it's a colonizer's term for, I believe, Inuit people. Um, and so there was that. There was another one where they made her look Asian. And the, it, it was wild, like... It was wild. There was a lot of really bad, like, challenges that were done in bad taste. And I just, honestly, it's so funny because I don't think that people get what a different time it was. Yeah, it was. I and mean, it just, wasn't that
1: long ago. It wasn't that long ago. But do you think, can you think about some of the exterminations? I, I'm thinking Dracula, But some of the eliminations that they would have mm-hmm. were, like, they would show the girls their best photo And the girls would be then like berated by these industry professionals, Mm -hmm. like, like top tier people in the industry and just be fucking raked across the coals and then eliminated at the end of it and then nothing. Like you get nothing. There's no tour that we're going on afterwards. No. You're not going to model across America.
2: No. Like, <laughs> and then you get the whole Willy Wonka fan- finale moment. Like you get nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said good day, sir.
2: <laughs> I said <talk> good day. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, they they shoot them girls up and spit them out. You know, and uh, you know. Would edit them. To, they, they they did a lot of like mid two thousands fuckery reality wise with like, did we cast this girl because she's a good model or did we cast this girl because she claims to be like a fundamentalist Christian and we made sure to put a lesbian in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like there was yeah. a lot. Of, I, yeah.
2: I forgot that. I forgot that aspect about the show where you had them living all in the same house where yeah. all the fuckery. Yes.
1: I remember there was one season where they they cast this girl who was five nine and they ke- or she was 57 I think and they kept telling her all season long well Kate Moss is 57 Kate Moss is 57 why can't you do this you're so short why are you so short and it's just like you hi- you literally hired someone because of how they looked like right. they were a fucking model like right. and like now you're saying like
0: you're short did you
1: know you were short like the whole fucking time they're there until you
0: kick them out right <laughs> like, yeah they did the same thing with the plus-size girls.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Takara, Takara deserved so uh, much better. She deserved so much better and should have had the um, career that, that Ashley Graham benefited from. Mhm. I'm going to say it. Takara yeah. should have been Ashley Graham.
0: Yes. Agreed. But that was a lot of that was a lot, I mean, people don't understand like how bad it was in reality TV in its early years, which were let's contextualize, the Bush years. Mm. So the fact that you had, like, I still remember Frenchie getting kicked off of American Idol because she had done some porn. I don't think
2: think it was porn. I think she just had like some nude photos. Yeah, she had just just
0: nude
1: photos that were like on Twitter or something.
0: Yeah, and it was... It's uh, that girl. It was so clear she was going to win. Yeah. And they were like, no, nope, we have to get rid of her. And it was like, are you are you fucking kidding? I can't even imagine them doing that today. Yeah. So at least we've come that far. But, you know, this was, we're talking, you know, in the midst of that happening was right around the same time that the Super Bowl happened with Janet. That was 03. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was this, you know, first of all, just like flagrant unveiled massage noir. And just like hatred of black women's bodies, mm-hmm. and they weren't even being fetishized the way they are today. Back then, it was still a common insult that you have a big ass. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Or a big
1: insult for Takara a lot was you need to like you need to like tuck your booty in. It's like she's a yeah. plus size model. What do you want her to do? Like, do you want her to model the clothes that you're actually putting on her body to fit her? Then like. Right. We need to see that ass. Like like what are you what are you doing?
0: But also, how are you going to bring on a black plus-size model and be shocked about her natural body shape? What are you doing? Like why would you again, why would you even bring her on then? Why are you even going to dangle this carrot in front of her? Because you're just exploiting her.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, with that, there were a lot of positives to the show. It did teach me how to smize, how to, like, tooch my booty. It definitely taught me how to strut in heels. It was my first introduction to a non-binary character, I want to say, on TV for me. I think seeing Miss, Miss J and Mr. J on TV, especially J. For a Miss lot, J,
0: of, for a lot was, of people, it was the first time we saw anybody gender variant. And then you yeah. see Rosal in the background.
1: Yeah. Right. And to see someone like that
0: working in in fashion,
1: that was definitely mm-hmm. like a clue to me that that was a place that I
0: belonged. And well, because when we were growing up around the same time, there was, I don't know if you remember this, there was the Style Channel. Mm, yeah. Remember? And they had runway shows. Yeah. And yeah. all of the color was the look for less. And yes. I Runner remember that. And all of that. And it was very cookie-cutter, crunchy, hat white people doing their, you know, thing. And so this was the first time that you saw who really works in fashion. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. That was really the thing. And so, yeah, it was it was wild to see. Um, and very important, I think, you know, for a lot of us to see, like, oh, these gender-variant people, especially gender-variant people of color. Yeah. Uh, who... In so many cases, you know, back when I was doing makeup and you know, I would be on sets and all that, that's exactly who's working, you know, like that's exactly who is populating the industry. So at least it was truthful in that way in a in a lot of ways. But yeah, I don't know, there's there's a lot there. I mean, even if even if you look at just just alone, the way that Tyra treated every black girl on that show was was horrific.
2: Did you see the article recently that was saying how whenever there was a dark skinned black girl, she got the Naomi like they turned her into Naomi Campbell and like Tyra would like purposely fuck her over throughout the entire season.
0: I mean there were a lot of there were a lot of dark skinned girls who yeah, but would make to top 4 and then get robbed. I mean, I still remember when Nena got kicked off and I was like, this is this has to be a joke. Like, this has to be a joke because she's doing better than a lot of the girls still here. And we're at like top four. What do you mean? You know? Um, And also, the way that they would characterize the women of color on the school, I still remember the treatment that they gave Jade. And I'm not, listen, Jade gave them a lot to work with. Okay. But they really made sure that this girl, who by dead to rights could have won the whole show. Absolutely. Fucking gorgeous. Steamrolled over everyone else her season was so good. They really you can tell how heavy handed production was.
1: They gave that, her the Candy Muse treatment if Candy was on TV at that era. They like, Yeah, yes. Like if Candy Muse was on TV in like the early to mid two thousands, they would have ru- like ripped her apart. And that's the that's the kind of treatment that they gave Jade.
0: I don't know. I So I haven't been watching Drag Race. Um, I don't watch it. I refuse. I, first of all, name the last season where you didn't know a queen. Like, oh, oh, it, there's always at least yeah. one queen we you know on the show. Yeah. And right. watching them get put through the reality mill grinder, like, I can't do it. So that's always been a reason why I'm like, oh, uh, I, I, back in the day was the reason I would watch to support mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then also because there was a there was a lot of years back in the day when I was still doing drag where if, if you didn't watch Drag Race you couldn't communicate with anybody else in drag <laughs> <laughs> you know and so because that that for us was the news that was politics yeah, that yeah. you know was everything and mm-hmm. so. Um, but, I, I mean, I stopped watching the show after Thorgy and Bob's season, and I stopped watching it in the episode before Thorgie got kicked off. I found out that Thorgie got eliminated, mm. and I just stopped watching it. Because I knew I can't, I can't watch her be eliminated. And so, you know, then I had found out that Bob won, and I was really happy for Bob. And so, but that was it. I, I couldn't, I already had such a chip on my shoulder about the show, mm-hmm. and about what it does to queens, and what it's done to drag. And what a deeply unethical and crooked person Rupal is, and so much of it being um, deeply unwatchable for that reason. I love a reality show about an industry I know nothing about. Give me blown away where they're doing glass blowing. <laughs> on the, get Give me the Great British Bake Off because I. It's, first of all, it's serotonin on drip, but also it's like. I don't know anything about bacon. Cool. Like, as far as I know, this person killed it. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> I love that. But don't give me anything where, like, I've actually been in it and I know how the sausage is made. I can't watch it. I can't, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I just, the show is, for me, unwatchable. Because it's not about, it's not about rewarding right. or, you know, um... It's not about amplifying, uplifting, or rewarding talented people. It's not. It's a, it's just a run-of-the-mill reality show that is 100% marketed to middle-of-America cishet white women. And it shows. It's. Completely... I don't think we
2: started that way, but it's definitely veered off to that rate. Like, it's definitely veered off that way real quick.
0: Oh, for sure. And that's mm. the thing that, that's what RuPaul lives for. And that is, to me, where I can't deal with it anymore. I mean, in its, in its original incarnation, the show was queer as fuck, you know, yeah. um, because who was watching it? Like, literally, the only people who would watch it were queers. And right. so, but the minute that they got a little bit of a come up, they were like, as quick as we can, we're leaving that all behind. We want mass market appeal. We want to be out there, get us on the biggest friggin' channel that you can get us on. Yeah. And it's just, it shows.
2: I think it was, like, right after Bob won, I think, is when that kind of kicked off. Or, like, around that era. Kind of like... That's when they I started winning Emmys. I would say it was actually games. after
0: Bianca won. Things yeah. kind of exploded, I think, for the show after that. I think they really, things started their, a lot of their stuff started to get bigger, and I believe, I believe that's when they switched channels. Am I wrong? They switched
1: might- after Bob's season.
0: Oh, they did, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's rough. I mean, I do like, at least if I had to give it like one good thing, um, pretty much all the Queens that I know who've been on it have come out really great on the other side, you know, and the fact that I think it says a lot about the show, the way it portrayed Thorgy and the fact that by all rights, Thorgy should have had no career afterwards. And is now one of the most beloved drag race queens and is on every tour they do and has a fucking fan line around the block and all of that. And it's like, that's because you can edit her however you want. But then eventually people are going to see who she really is because you can't deny that. And then people will love her because she's incredible. And I got, I got so worried for her when she first, you know, when we talked about her going on the show, I had said to her, I said, like, listen, girl, you got to be real fucking careful because you are an anomaly. You don't fit mm. into into any box. They you are not the type of drag that they're, you know, that they espouse as being the best. You know, you don't really fit into any of their criteria. So if you're not careful, they're gonna turn you into the princess, where you're just gonna be this like weirdo who doesn't talk and gets eliminated early. Or you're gonna be oh. this that you don't want them to make you like boring because they don't get you. Right. And they try and edit it where all your jokes fail and all of that. Or you don't want it to be where they make you out to be the bad guy. You know what I mean? Right. And look what happened. And it looked, I mean, for anyone who didn't know the two of them, you would have thought Thorgy was obsessed with Bob.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It looked like really unhealthy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That's the editing, though. That's the editing, editing. And they don't let you go.
0: You know, they start drilling you with these questions and they will, they have, you know that there is such a power imbalance at play where they can do anything that they want to you. They can make you look any way they want to. They can take you off the show whenever they want to. And you know, you are literally only there to please production or you're not going to have any success and can be massively hurt by your appearance Mm -hmm. on the show. Because now you're in it. Now you can't get out of it. So you're at that point, for many of these girls, they're just trying to survive. They're just trying to have a, the least amount of damage done possible. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I, you know, sometimes I don't think this is always true, but I do think that it bears a lot of weight. The fandom produced by something often tells you about that thing itself. And I don't know necessarily okay. of a fandom toxic as drag race fandom.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know if I can it's, it's
2: been really, really in the last I wanna say four or five years it's gotten real toxic. Yeah,
1: I don't even know if I can argue with you there because I've got I even gotten into it with some of these bitches on Twitter, like just ready to slice throats because <sighs> let me not.
2: <laughs> uh, so so good luck to Shea Kool-Aid and her podcast. Ooh <laughs> Yes. Find a better premise.
1: <laughs> so uh Alo and J-Rod are splitting a
0: part. Oh, she's going to ride that joke until the wheels fall off. Ah. She's going to ride it until somebody laughs, honey. This is the until hill. Somebody, someone. Somebody's going to get it. Honey, that's the piggy bank she put all her pennies in, honey. It's, it's she said, this is going to be laughter or go broke, bitch. Let's go. So they're breaking up. They,
2: they broke up. They broke up. They've been, been broken up for a minute because they haven't been posting about each other on social media.
1: Oh, oh there she goes. The detective. Nancy Drew. <laughs>
2: you
0: don't need magnifying glass. Are you kidding me? There is no one that is more up to date on the on the happenings of J-Lo. Than, have you met Ari? Like, Ari doesn't even have to be a super fan. This is the danger of being from New York and being Ari. <laughs> It's a, it is a New Eurekan staple that you know exactly yes. where J Lo is, what she's doing, what she's wearing. What like yep. that's just it. It's it's ingrained.
1: <laughs> um, sorry, I, my mom is sending me tax. They
2: broke up over a month ago.
1: Oh, but, we're just
2: finding out now. Oh, I mean, yeah, we're obviously,
1: yeah, obviously, their publicists are just giving us some space. Um, I don't even know if I care truthfully.
2: I mean, it's just it's just another day in J-Lo's life. Right. <laughs> you
1: know what it is? Just she just has been married four times.
2: It's just another ring. I I mean, right.
0: If she keeps going is like this, thing, she's going to be able to do a remix of Seven Rings with Rihanna. I mean, Ariana <laughs> I mean, I didn't say you say-
2: see the meme floating around of Thanos and like it was J-Lo's face <laughs> 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 That's
1: it all she needs is one more, and she can snap her back to J-Lo.
0: the J Lo's always on the top of those lists of like um, when they, you know, on YouTube they do like the like top ten celebrities who've been exposed by their assistants or who that fans said were mean in real life or whatever. And it's like, yeah, girl, she's J Lo. Like, what what do you want from her? Like, she's not gonna be nice. She doesn't want to yeah, talk to you. Did you expect You're her to be nice? Member. Like, she,
1: on any given day, she has to run perfume, clothing hair products, skincare products, an album. She gotta read a script, but she's busy. She don't have time. And she got good Aunt
0: babies.
1: Yeah, and she got babies. She has no time for you and you'll fucking shell selfie shenanigans. Get the That's fuck it. out of her face. That's yes, it. she's mean. Did you get her coffee? Are right. you were you late? What were right. you
0: doing? Right. <laughs> like well, she's a, she's not just an icon. I mean, she is, she is herself a cultural institution. I mean, it's this is something I was talking about with some friends the other day where we were talking about how, like, if there was any justice in the world, Queen Latifah would be considered, like, a, a, just a media mogul without compare. What has Queen yeah. Latifah not done successfully? True. Truly. But then you think about J-Lo and her evolution, and you're like, okay, this bitch has been... A successful actress, entrepreneur, singer. Thank you, Ashanti. Um, and <laughs> she, you know, Oh, baby.
2: Bitch, what? <laughs>
0: you know, it's.
2: Wait wait, 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 I'm missing one more. Hold on. Where is it? Oh, uh, uh,
1: great gowns, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> beautiful
0: gowns. I Listen, make <laughs> you rest in peace, bitch Aretha, the, just the true queen honey. Mm-hmm. She paid $30,000 For chicken and some honey mustard One time on a plate at a gig To have it brought to her
2: Oh yeah, I heard about
0: that mm-hmm. like, Legend, what do you want from her? Like The best thing ever Was when they did the White House And they had the Ladies of Soul And she Ooh. came out in her ill-fitting fur coat In the middle of summer mm-hmm. And she looked like she was about to tase Patti LaBella If she tried to talk to her <laughs> <laughs> it was the most unbelievable shit. Cooties. That's it. That's it. Ain't my friend. <laughs> that's it. No, but I mean, I don't really.
1: Uh, I don't know. Who
0: are we talking about?
1: I don't know. J- where we, Were we talking about JLo?
2: Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I mean, you Elizabeth know, the like, whole Ashanti thing, people
0: are shocked. And I'm like, well, girl, if, if, if some of these girls can have ghost writers, then I don't know why you can't have ghost vocals. It turns out that Jayla was a Bruja. She's a Spiritista. She has, you know, the. she just does a whole seance. And I up think if, above
1: all things, she is a great actress. She can act like a businesswoman. She can act like she's in danger. And she can act like a singer.
0: <laughs> she acted like she loved Mark Anthony. So, you know. Oh. And she acted like she
1: loved A Rod until. That's the- it. I don't know until all the potions ran out. Now she needs a new one.
0: Girl, hello, that's the real truth. These men be looking rough after she's done with them. That's a real life succubus. Uh, Have uh, you seen? Every time she gets a divorce, she comes out looking like she just had like afterbirth injected into her face. She's glowing.
1: The JLo yes. glow is a real thing. Mm-hmm. It comes from the tears of men. Yes, she just absolutely. pats it right on. Just oh, you sorry, I broke up with you, baby. I'm sorry.
0: That's it. <laughs> That's Hey Rod. <laughs> <laughs> more in the Bronx, just wailing on a rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, somebody help him! Damn, damn! He couldn't <laughs> get Mariah
1: Carey, and <laughs> now he can't have J Lo. <laughs> Fuck! He just keeps striking out.
0: Mariah? Girl, I don't know about Miss Mariah Carey. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what she's up to. But she is living her life. Yeah, she's doing like well, Christmas. She's- She's in the box, right? She's waiting for like Thanksgiving to be over and then they release her. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. She's literally waiting for like, when clock the clock strikes midnight you, you, on Black uh, Friday.
2: You, you saw that Instagram or was it a TikTok where she's like, not yet, not yet, not yet? Like, the whole-
0: <laughs> I mean, I live, for it. I live for it. I just, I really wish that she knew when to hang it up because, girl, no. you are undoubtedly one of the most legendary vocalists of all time. And your voice, uh, your voice is, it's secure because it's been recorded. Oh, no, no, no. Out, a, she's
1: featured on the song.
0: Do the wrist gymnastics and do a sensible lip sync, bitch. You don't need to be coming out of here tarnishing your own fucking legacy. What are you Wait, doing? She,
1: girl? She totally just did a new song. I cannot find it, but she definitely oh, did a new. What is it song called? Sorry you.
0: for fucking up new years twice in a row. Uh, I can't find it. (laughs) A mess. A mess. I'm just. (sighs) Sometimes I just think to myself (laughs) Nick Cannon's goofy ass got to marry Mariah Carey. And fucked her and got twins. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, so yeah, Busta Rhymes and Mariah Carey just released a video.
0: Oh, yes. A parade of irrelevance.
1: It is. Wait. Just, I've what? only seen the thumbnail.
2: I'm gonna go... What? what? Does, <laughs> do they have matching hairstyles?
0: Where <laughs> I Belong. That's what it's called. You belong in people's memories, bitch. <laughs> 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 what do you mean, Where I Belong? Buster arrives ain't been cool since he was a Capri Sun samurai in Janet Jackson's video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is... He is looking a little, um... Uncle... It just reminds me of that aunt, that yeah that auntie and that uncle who just just didn't know when to to stop trapping.
0: No, there's an auntie and the uncle that every time there's a family reunion or a gathering, they're the ones who get a little too, little bit too lit by four p.m. Mm-hmm. do not like she
1: got a. do not she look like she got a boot flask strapped right to her thigh
0: and a pistol? <laughs> which are you kidding She's me? She's ready to go. She's ready to go on many fronts. She will fuck you up. <laughs> she looks like the weird. She looks like the auntie that's never going to give up youth and keeps her kids in the car for the whole family gathering. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He comes in looking dumbfounded and says, "Like, yeah, it's fine. She, I left the windows cracked."
1: She looks like the auntie that definitely pulls up to your grandmama's house with the kids in the back seat, leaves the leaves the kids in the, the living room, yells up the steps, and then peels off before grandma comes downstairs. Mm-hmm. that's what she looks like, and that's gone
0: for a whole week. That's Auntie Amazon Prime, bitch. You got a delivery. Look downstairs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She'll be back in two days if you're lucky. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know. It's. I mean, a lot of these. A lot of these, you know, di- divas and icons and legends. You you do start to ask yourself, girl, where is this gonna go?
2: for you. <laughs> you know? <have> you seen- <laughs> Turn the page, Gwen Stefani.
0: <laughs> Girl.
1: Gwen Stefani. Oh, Can not she- Gwen
2: Stefani.
1: She really needs... I- How have we Gwen let Stefani. her exist for this long? Gwen what
0: Stefani I- looks like she's going to be the one to plan your rustic barn wedding. <laughs>
1: do
0: you get I- what I'm saying?
1: I, I just... I, I don't understand what how happened? she's allowed to be like. Remember when Gwenda Stefani was like the poster child for appropriation?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, these women following her around who were not allowed to speak English? <laughs> Them? Mm-hmm. It was the same years. It was the same exact time that Paris Hilton had a bunch of little dogs running around with her. And it was like, I see the parallels. I see. <laughs> the parallels. You're treating living things as accessories. What's happening here? Facts. and she renamed them yeah Remember? she gave them her own them Love angel music baby mm-hmm. like they're the fucking discount spice girls what is this
1: <laughs> i was just very how how was this allowed to keep happening but now she has a new song with saweetie i think yes
2: slow clap it is oh, that's funny it's terrible it's terrible um so so kudos to J Lo and second on second. I'm just gonna take one yeah. second and grab a sponge, I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well that should be a way to segue out of this topic. Yeah,
1: I mean that's the end <laughs> of flaming topics anyway. <laughs> we can do our question of the week. <laughs> well that brings us to the end of Flaming Topics. And uh, do we want to read off of our answers for question of the week from last week?
2: Yes. So last week I asked the audience um, if Pose were to do a spinoff show, which character would you like to see get set a spinoff? And where would that storyline kind of go? Uh, got quite a few responses on my end. Uh, Gina Tonic said, I'd love to see a continuation of Angel's story. Um, scruffy cub underscore 85 said I want to follow MJ Rodriguez character Blanca and see see how she evolves over time with the house of evangelista and praying that she finds and keeps love and of course India Moore's angel's journey through her life Uh, broke single girl said I want an Electra origin story Chris Stockle point uh, I'm sorry Chris period Stockle period 31 said pray tell Uh, I just want to see him live his life. Uh, Duly underscore underscore noted said, I want to see what happens with Angel and Poppy while overseas, and I want to see Electra's life. Belle period Seneca said, people would want to see Electra, but the problem I can see is it might go too far to the outlandish adventures like the dead bodies, bondage hijinks like a trans clown version of Jack of Will and Grace. We don't want that direction. Give us dynasty, not buffoonery um I mean, I, kitty caboodles said damon that. we should explore his life in new york and his relationship with his parents after the show danny lopez 1972 said pray tell kaylin period a electra and her story from the beginning uh my sister-in-law teresa said angel and stephen their love is so i think she meant angel and poppy uh, they're is so young. Somebody, is
0: somebody's username my sister-in-law Teresa, or is it your
2: sister-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be everything. I think I'm going to change my
2: handle now.
0: That's, I mean, that's the next evolution of Janet from finance. My sister-in-law <laughs> Teresa.
2: You know what? I think there's a, there's someone I called your favorite lesbian is someone I follow on Instagram. Um. So back to my sister-in-law, she was saying Angel and I'm assuming Bobby, their love is so young and genuine. It would be great to see how they navigate life after they have had to say goodbye to some major characters in their lives. Uh, And that's pretty much what I got. You get Um, anything on your end?
1: Yeah, I have the Rare End of the Pony sent us a DM. And they said, proposed spinoffs, they would love to see a Ricky spinoff <laughs> on my face, because damn that ass right there, i love to see Angel's fashion career <laughs> documented in a more detailed way, and more jiggly, too. Love you, bitches. Yeah, yeah, and she says nice things. Love you, too. That's our girlfriend from Down Anza.
2: From Australia?
1: As- Austria. Um, <laughs> Austria or Australia.
2: I don't know. She doesn't. She, some... We t- we it's talked some...
1: about to that that yeah. PS ninety seven that my she went to high
2: Girl, Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. High
0: I don't know. If it's list. a word problem, you know, she don't it know was, it. When she was a sophomore and a junior, they were using that other geography. Yeah, right. Yep. right. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
1: she don't know. She it was a
0: know. flat map. It was a flat map. <laughs> you hear this? Okay. Yeah, okay. She said it She's nicely. Flat
1: <laughs> Yeah, I get it. No, she she has a lot of <laughs> controversial opinions. I just let her. I just let her. Let her live her life.
0: <laughs> I would let God I mean like, uh, that? So,
1: because if she stumbled backwards we're all in retrograde so like
2: it's it. over <laughs> so my question for this week is who do you think Jalen will date next <laughs> <laughs> <Who's> so- <laughs> Bessie who do you oh, think no. be a Latino, will be another. Maybe I think she, she likes her Latinos. She 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 hasn't gone black as really.
0: She might have found a vein. Maybe she'll go for like Derek Jeter or something.
2: I don't know if she'll go down that road, but I I, I can see it though. I can totally see it. Oh, um, maybe. What if she went for like uh, Maluma? Because I know she's been singing with him a lot. Yeah, lately.
1: she might need to start start doing what Madonna does. Go a little go younger. younger.
0: Hmm. Well, I don't know that that's necessarily what Madonna does, because if you look at what she did to Drake, she's just kind of like a spider that's on the ceiling and then jumps down onto the prey and holds on (laughs) for dear life.
1: Wasn't she dating a guy named Jesus for a while, and she hollowed him out?
2: Oh, wasn't that the one that gave her the first daughter?
1: No. No. No, 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 no. I was thinking more recently. She was dating, like, some 22-year-old.
2: Who was her she? Son? Was her true. It
1: wasn't when He was helping Guy her Ritchie. up. One of the two. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna look it she up. She
0: was with Guy Ritchie for a long time.
2: Yes, yes. they were.
0: I think that's the father of her son. But, L- yeah, but Lourdes, I don't remember Lourdes' dad's name. But
1: J Lo was with. Okay, let's let's count. Let's count the Carlos
2: Leon. Carlos Leon was the the father. Yeah, I would have Moses.
1: never remembered that. J Lo has was, uh, had. A Rod, Casper, backwards. Diddy, Ben Affleck. Yeah, she needs one
2: more. She needs you're, one you're missing, more. Engagement. No, no, you're missing people. You're missing people. Who? Uh, you Did you get Mark new Anthony?
1: New? Oh, I miss Mark Anthony. Okay, yeah, okay. I miss and Mark she Anthony.
2: Married. She had Ohani, which was her first husband before Selena. Oh, yeah, she has all the infinity stones. Yeah, she, oh, she's yeah. She's there. We're just waiting for the snap. <laughs>
1: She's going to snap and be 10 years younger.
2: You know what it is. She got the snap and then we had coronavirus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Coronavirus!
0: Coronavirus!
1: Actual Pandora.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's, that's a lot.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I
0: do fully believe that she's a witch, a hundred percent. Absolutely. I can only see I think it, she's so. a succubus. Yeah, I think she. I think she's ascended. Devil. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, you kinda, I guess you have to be, though. Yeah, to be That's in the
0: job of being a fucking eternal icon diva.
2: She's been relevant for what thirty years now,
0: almost. From
1: a living color. To uh, enough.
0: Well, let's not forget her very first moment, and that's what got her the A Living color" gig.
2: Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. That's oh, the way. Oh,
1: that's the way love goes. Yeah, yeah they're
2: yeah. part of the same. They're part of the same circle.
1: They are. <laughs> you know, you know, when a bad bitch sees a bad bitch, all uh, you can do I is show respect.
0: <laughs> We're not going to act as if we will ever be on Janet's level.
1: Oh no no no! J Lo is still working.
0: working. J- Way J- after control J- for the nation. Like no 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 no.
1: Yeah, J Lo is still working.
0: J- what happened? Who was that? J-Lo you got your security in. titty. Is that your security titty? You you. <laughs>
2: he, was, he was feeling some kind of. You look at me like I'm crazy. You're the one holding onto
0: your titty and jiggling it like it's your security blanket. I'm asking you about <laughs> security titty. Can you hear me? Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Sir, I asked you a question. Don't be rude. <laughs> it was a Janet reference.
2: Oh, okay. Um, hey, you were
0: jiggling your titty because of Janet. It was
2: a Janet reference for the the, the Super Bowl.
0: No, no, it isn't. Because that would be ripping something off. If you want to talk about Diana Ross jiggling little Kim's, keep you that yourself. That. <laughs>
2: That's
0: what that was. No, don't. No foreplay here, please. <laughs> You better pull out two hands, bitch. I was going
1: to say, you're going to need a bucket.
0: you go going to your fucking wrist, bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: All that. Oh. Oh. Listen, that brings us to,
1: be- to the end of this episode. Thank you so much, Dakota, for joining us. We're almost at two hours, bitch. I don't,
2: <laughs> I don't think you can edit this one down. I don't think you can edit this I, one down. Yeah,
1: I, I think a lot of this will be left in. We might just do a little uh, censoring for some rattlesnake moments. But other than
2: that... Um, again, Dakota, tell them where they can find you on social media and on the internet or so whatever you want to plug.
0: Um, Sure, yeah. You can find my podcast. Uh, it's When God Was Queer. It's on Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you can find your podcasts. Uh, you can check out my amazing store, uh, which is Catland Books. I'm one of the owners, and we have a fabulous staff. We have an incredible crew of diviners and readers that you can book with. We have an unbelievable group of educators where you can learn just about anything from them. We have a class or an event every day of the week. So you can come and join a guided meditation circle or take yoga or learn how to hex your ex, whatever you want to do. We have it all. Um, And it's all through Zoom. So you can do it from the comfort of your home. You don't have to live in New York. You don't even have to show up live because everything's recorded. And then we send out the recording the next day um so yeah you can check us out at catlandbooks.com um obviously my podcast and my store both you can find us on instagram um at catlandbooks and at when god was queer and um yeah i mean thanks for having me this was great and thank you so much to two fabulous people who i've known for such a long time um it was just really great getting to see you again yeah, um, sorry. Was I'm producer man. I don't know who this person is but they're they <laughs> could clearly being in some sort of refrigeration or HVAC unit and they might need help <laughs> you should just paint it black and it'll look like Missy's get your freak on jacket
2: On <laughs> hey. this back here? no I on this. oh I can't with this background <laughs> 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 the, with the whole background.
0: time I've just been fascinated trying to figure out what it is I'm in a basement. <laughs> are you in a basement or are you in a Jiffy Pop campaign, bitch? <laughs> you all know where you can
1: find us. We are Shade Parade Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to check us out at www.shadeparadepod.com for merch. And go on over to that Patreon and um, put some offerings in this collection plate because... The devil works hard, but the shade works harder. And we need some compensation for that shit. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Rattlesnake.
2: (laughs) Episode's over.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. think it. So you got to just cut all of it. I'm. I don't. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> didn't turn out the way I wanted to. <laughs>